a playlist original. Ready to be petty. Welcome back to another episode of RTBB. I'm so glad you're here and I missed you all. I had all of the good intentions about recording a solo episode <laughs> before I left for California, but I was just way too busy with work and other things, so it never happened. So thanks for sticking with me. I had so much fun in LA. I detailed the whole trip in my latest Patreon episode, so. I won't bore you with the details if you want to hear about it. Patreon.com slash RTBB podcast. But I got to meet Christy from X Knows All if you didn't see on socials. And she is like the cutest, sweetest, most generous person. She like bought me lunch. I was like, girl, it's your birthday. Like, please stop. She's like, you're the guest. I'm like, okay, well, I'll hit you back another time. But we had so much fun. We went to Little Dom's in Los Feliz. And I know it's like a hotspot for celebs. I know Dan Levy talked about it in his, I think, AD article, like AD, or maybe his like Vogue 41 questions, 43 questions or whatever. And so I was stoked to eat there. It was really delish. Then we walked down through like the main part of the neighborhood to this coffee shop called Maru. It was so cute. And then we got ice cream at Jenny's, which was delish. And then I went up to the observatory because that's like Los Feliz is like right at the bottom of like Griffith Park and Griffith Observatory. Fucking kill me. So it was, oh my gosh, so much fun. But I, even though I wasn't consistent on here, I was consistent on the Patreon Last week, I had Kirsten McInnes from Mess Magnets join me to go through all of the Jaylee and Jelena drama and then a timeline of the relationship between all three of them and all of the overlap. And then this past week, I had Leah Russo from the Ashley and Jessica cast on. And we talked about reality TV stars and actresses that tried out pop music careers and weren't successful so we talked about Lucy Hale, Layden Meester, Paris Hilton, Nicole Richie, Leah Michelle, all of the girlies. We talk about their songs, how much they sold, you know what the response was from the public and theorized why they couldn't make it in the music world even though you know, they were successful in other areas of TV and film. And then next week I have a very special guest. I have Mariah from the established blog on and we're going to talk about imposter syndrome um she recently had a birthday I turned 30 this year both kind of you know like in the middle of our careers and starting these kind of creative endeavors hers with the blog and her photography me with the podcast and so we're just going to talk a little bit about imposter syndrome and you know all of the things that come with starting something that you're like nervy about. So if you have any questions or comments or advice or anything like that, reach out to me at RTBB podcast. You can also leave a voicemail <laughs> on speakpipe.com slash ready to be petty and I will play your voicemail 
in the show. And yeah, we're just doing a little chit chat. So it's gonna be super fun. I want to shout out Tristan from the Patreon. Tristan, thank you so much for supporting the show. I appreciate it so much. And Casey, thank you again for supporting what I do. And I just really hope you both are, you know, loving what I'm putting out. So love you both. Okay. (laughs) I feel like we should get to today's episode with Layla I had so much fun talking with her. I feel like we could talk forever. I feel like we talked for like an hour off mic before we even started recording um, some really juicy combos. But she is a TikTok pop culture commentator. And she also has a really cool pop culture Instagram page with like lots of throwback pics and, you know, event picture roundups and like stuff like that and we talk about all of that on this episode so without further ado here is my conversation with Layla I'm back with a very special guest Layla aka (laughs) at nepotism.baby aka Layla's life Layla how are you I'm so good I'm so excited to be back I know it's so funny because I'm like you the last time you were here was June 20. 22 and I don't know because I follow you on Instagram and TikTok it feels like we talk all the time but that's not the case (laughs) I know I feel that way with other people too but it's like it's been months and months and months I know I know (laughs) like almost a year but um I was talking to you before we hit record I'm always watching your get ready with me slash like what's the news today and all of just like your roundups on Instagram I feel like you're so consistent it's so nice so and you were saying this before that you try to keep it positive which it's funny because I'm not a naturally positive person but I feel like most of the people I follow are like positive people well on TikTok especially I feel like if you bring any negativity the comment section is just gonna like rip you apart it's like it's so polarizing because it's like for the Kardashians which is like just an easy example if I say I love the Kardashians the comment section is like usually more positive but like there's still going to be a couple people being like I'm so over them I don't like them whatever but if I say anything even in, in like a sarcastic or joking tone negative about any of them all the comments are like, why are you being so hard to them? Like, why are people always trying to tear them down? Like they, if you bring negativity, then like the comments are just so negative and it's rarely people being like, yeah, they suck. Like you're so right. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) For my own sanity, I just like, if I don't like something, I usually just don't talk about it. Yeah. That's so smart. Yeah. It's so interesting also because now during this podcast for like four and a half years, I feel like I interact with so many pop culture like commentators and content creators and stuff like that that all hit like different niches because like okay you're not into blind items right I'm not I'm not really into blind items or Dumois or any of that yes which is like so interesting because like neither am I but like sometimes I will dabble or like Or I don't know, I'll get pulled into it through like a Reddit thread or something like that. But it's just so interesting how we can all 
cover like the same content. I think I was ta- even talking with Kirsten about this on my Patreon last week. It's like you can we can all cover the same topic, but we all bring such different lenses and like I don't know, different outlooks that it's really it's really interesting. Yeah, well we were talking about niches and technically mm-hmm. m- my niche and like I'm sure a lot of people's niches that come on your podcast are is pop culture. But mm-hmm. within pop culture, there's still one million things billion to talk things. about. So yeah. I feel like it's barely a niche at this point. Yeah, yeah, that's such a good, that's a really good point. So can you tell the listeners a little bit about what you cover on your TikToks and your Instagram page? For sure. So my TikTok has definitely evolved over the years. Right now, I'm doing a lot of celebrity couple news And Mm -hmm. on Mondays, I try to do a roundup of like this week's breakups and makeups and sightings and potential and rumors and things like that. Um, If I don't do it Monday, I usually kind of just sprinkle it throughout the week. The big news of this week was Avril and Tyga, like that whole saga. Um, Mm -hmm. And then another thing I've kind of been dabbling in is these like I call them like my little gossip sesh. Like I basically just like do my skincare and talk about whatever is on my mind for that morning, which really was born out of me waking up, immediately going on my phone, seeing whatever is happening and then just really needing to like talk about it and get Mm -hmm. it out of my brain. And then also the other thing I'm doing right now is I just started watching Summer House for the first time. So I'm doing all of my thoughts and as I'm going, I'm still on season one. I'm like, seven episodes in but it's been fun that's so fun I just did a rewatch of summer house all the seasons and winter house on my patreon to get ready for this new season and like you're just in for such a treat it's such a good show it's it's probably I always say this but like it's randomly like probably my favorite reality tv show I love that. I just got into Bravo last year and I watched a couple of Real Housewives and then I finished New York last week, Mm -hmm. all like 12 seasons or so. Oh my God. Um, I made a TikTok being like, which Housewives city should I watch next? And a lot of people said Potomac, of course. Um, A lot of people said New Jersey. But for some reason, like Summer House was just calling to me and I Mm. was like, this feels right. Like I'm going to start Summer House. So I'm taking a Housewives hiatus and I'm going to do however many seasons there are of Summer House. I love that. It also, I feel like just hits on such a specific like dream that I feel like a lot of people have, which is like moving to New York City, you know, doing the hustle bustle like during the month, like monday to friday nine to five and then like having a party house basically on the weekends like that's just i feel like so many people dream of having that lifestyle a hundred percent and it's really rough watching it in like the middle of march in chicago where it's going to be (laughs) like 40 degrees for the next three months um, but I was thinking about that. I was like, okay, all my friends need to get like a house this summer, but that's not really a thing, especially in Chicago. Like it's a city where people really stay in the summer. Like that's really when the city yes. comes alive. Like people don't really yes. leave. Same here. Yeah. If I, I was saying if I had watched this when it first came out, I was like fresh out of college. I would have been like moving to New York, like trying to live that life because it's so glamorized and looks incredible. I know, I know. And just wait, because you'll see how, 
like the first season starts I feel like is so authentic like they were literally catching the train to go to Montauk and then as they get more money and stuff like that they start driving and like stuff like that but it's it's very much the lifestyle like in the first couple seasons I I mean that's an amazing point they do take the train I'm just like so confused about some of their financial situations and how they're able to afford a house in Montauk all summer like one girl is an is an executive assistant yeah yeah one girl has two roommates and she so it's like okay you can't you have to have two roommates to afford rent but then you're also renting a house all summer like it just doesn't make sense yeah and it's like a stunning house yeah I think like so I think that that was a little bit of tv magic I think it's kind of like well there's like nine people on the lease so it's not that expensive or like it's affordable but I think some of it was tv magic that it's like this isn't the house that you get when you (laughs) have nine people on the lease and stuff like it's probably more realistic to be like a shithole but for television purposes it's like a beautiful house okay that makes sense because I know I was like okay maybe the show is helping them pay for this house but they've been doing this for years and years so how are they doing it all these other years but yeah it probably was not that nice of a house (laughs) Yeah, they were probably like in bunk beds, but then like, yeah. now it's like <laughs> like state of the art, like yeah. everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, let's get into today's episode. So like you said, you cover a lot of celebrity couples. So we're going to go over like some recent celebrity couples. And then we have some questions from the listeners that I asked for last week and then just never got to because I went on vacation. And then (laughs) so we're going to do Pettyweight Champion of the Week and then This Week in Petty. So let's get into it. Sean Mendez and Sabrina Carpenter have been spotted together. Is this a couple that you're interested in? I'm not interested this is like Disney, Nickelodeon, like they're in High School Musical 17. You know what I mean? Like they're in a movie oh together and they're just dating because to promote they the movie. They need to promote the movie. But, yeah. there's, but there's actually no movie. I don't know. They're just, they're cute. And like they are cute together. I don't know. The Did you look at the pictures that came out of them? Yeah. On their pop walk. The main thing that stuck out to me is this idea that like, a paparazzi is taking picture of a celebrity then the celebrity called the paparazzi and like how you can tell and everything but now it's almost like a mind game of overcompensating for that so she's wearing this like extra large yeah, sweatshirt sweater. and these big baggy sweats because she doesn't want people to think that they called I just feel like they are 100% called oh yeah for sure if uh I think there's a few telltale signs like I think we all know if it's like done by certain companies like Getty Images etc it's a and there's one that's like really popular that I'm just blanking on but if you see it posted and there's like a copyright at the bottom giving credit to the company and then I feel like the other telltale sign is like when it's close range Mm -hmm. like these are crystal clear photos where the the people are obviously just like on the other side of the street I feel like that is also a telltale sign because that they know and that they called them because I feel like paparazzi photos when they didn't know it's like so grainy because they're like at the beach and these are people like on like a boat or something like that or the opposite like it's so grainy that they're like hiding behind a bush like a hundred feet from the celebrity couple 
Um, and then I feel like you're right. The other thing is just like what they're wearing and stuff. Like it was an outfit that was like put together, but like cosplaying as something that was just like thrown on, you know, like it's just orchestrated. Like you can just tell that there was thought put into it. A hundred percent. It feels very orchestrated. I feel Mm. like this is kind of becoming Sean's MO. Like he had Mm. those walks with Camila Cabello Mm -hmm. that were a hundred percent planned. And then he had this stint with his chiropractor. They were getting paparazzi constantly. I know. Who knows what their the nature of their relationship was, but now it's Sabrina. And yeah, I, I don't know if it's just because they're young or what, but it just it doesn't seem that serious or that even that shocking to me. Yeah, I definitely think that for Sabrina, this is like the perfect time to get a PR boyfriend because she is gaining a following that you know, kind of surpasses what she had before, like before she was on the Disney Channel. And then I feel like she kind of had kind of a cult, not a cult following, but like a small, like kind of indie following. Like she was selling out her shows, but they were at small theaters and stuff. And so for her to jump to the next level, which I think she's attempting to do, I feel like a paparazzi boyfriend or a PR boyfriend is perfect because she is being invited to Met Galas. She's been photographed with like Taylor Swift and like really big names and stuff. And I think the next thing to bring her to the level is like a relationship. Okay, that just gave me an idea that this might be breadcrumbing them doing the Met Gala red carpet together. Oh, yeah, because that's coming up in May. And they've both been before. Yeah, and Sean was with Hailey Bieber at the time, which is, like, so funny. And then he's I probably gone with Camilla and then maybe a couple times solo. But she's only gone solo, so this would be, like, a really cute, like, debut for them. Yeah, the last time he went with Camilla was the whole thing where he said it's giving share. That was from when they went to the Met Gala together. Oh my god, you're right. Oh my god, what a cute, like funny, cute little moment. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people like the blinds are saying that this is another like bearding relationship, and I feel like for him, it is reaching a point because I feel like. He has been paired with a lot of PR people, like probably Haley. And everyone was saying Camilla, even though that relationship was so long that I'm like, how could that be PR? Um, And then this one that I'm like, you have to like either be single or come out with like a real relationship because this is at least in my eyes, like I feel like I've soured on him because it's so fake at this point. But I don't know. Maybe that's not the case for just like the average consumer. So I think the thing with Sean Mendez is like, I don't know, just seemingly wants to have more of a private life. I feel like he wants to do like the classic celebrity where it's like basically all the things he says about his life is superficial and the real stuff is like actually hidden which I think is kind of what Taylor Swift is doing now Mm, yeah but Um, what I think what people need to remember is that Taylor Swift was so public for so long yeah you kind of need to like earn your stripes and do your time I feel like for people to like respect your privacy which sounds bad but it's just 
I think people have a hard time with it when you have not been public. So it's like, well, what do you, like you were never really public. So what are you, what's the, there's no, there's no event to like spur this. Exactly. It's kind of like Jennifer Aniston. I would say like, it's like she, I feel like lives like a private life now, but it's like, because for 20 years she was the person getting like ripped apart by paparazzi. Yeah, she had, like, a huge scandal with Brad. Like, she is like, all right, mm-hmm. you deserve it. Like, go yeah. hide away in your mansion and collect your money. Totally. Um, yeah, I don't want to, like, downplay how the struggles of, like, fame in the spotlight. But, I don't know, it seems a little – I feel like he just wants people to hear his sob story. And yeah, pe- And people yeah. are like, maybe come out with a couple songs, you know? Yeah, yeah. I think it's tough when people nowadays – are yearning for such authentic celebrities and a lot of celebrities like don't want to give that which is like so fair like I even think at this point like you could say that about like Kylie Jenner and stuff like it's they give a lot but it never reaches a point of like act like their actual life and I feel like he wants the same but yeah, it just doesn't, I don't know, either like that doesn't land with his fans who want more more of a look into his life or just he, again, you're right, like hasn't been in the media long enough for people to like not care that all we're getting from him is like a little little taste of his real life. Right. I think it would be fine if he did his music, did his tour, And then, like, took some time off and was out of the spotlight. But it's hard to do that when you – people are speculating about you and your chiropractor and you're, like, feeding into it and going to the farmer's market together and then trying to live this private life. Very much mixed signals. 100%. And I almost feel like that was real, which is, like, alarming. But because the paparazzi pictures – I feel like we're not staged. I think, I don't know, maybe that's naive, but I, I don't know. I don't know. I just, I think that maybe that was real, but like it didn't play well with audiences. And so they just like moved on or something. I don't know. My thing with big age gaps in relationships, it's a lot of the times people will say, oh, they're just friends. Why does everyone jump to conclusions? My thing is, why does a 20-something kid and a 50-something-year-old woman, why are they friends? They have nothing in common. It's even weirder if they're friends. Same thing happened with Kieran and Shipka and John Mayer. They were seen hugging in, like, the lobby of a hotel, and they got paparazzi through the window. Oh, I didn't know this. This was, like, months and months ago, and they, like, people immediately started speculating because John Mayer is who he is. And I made a TikTok about it. And a lot of the comments were like, they're just friends, actually. They have a lot of, like, they've been friends for a long time. And I was like, you guys need to check yourself. Like, her being friends with a 40-something-year-old man is weird as heck. Like, they should not be friends. So if they're dating, that's one thing. But I think it's weird that they're friends, too. Like, that still doesn't really fly. Yeah, 100%. Let's move on to Avril, Levine, and Tyga. Like, another just, like, okay, question these, mark of relationship. These two Canadian queens we have. 
I yeah, feel like this literally. is perfect. <laughs> literally. John and Avril. So uh, I think this came out of nowhere. They were like seen kissing at Paris Fashion Week and everyone was just like shook. So she was engaged to Maud's son and I didn't even know that that relationship had ended until I saw these two paired together. Yeah. So I think now that everything is out, I think what happened is her and Madsen broke up at some point. They hadn't released it yet. But then these photos of her and Tyga were coming out. And so she was like, shit, I have to announce the split because these photos are coming out. Like she was backed up into a wall. And I think her and Tyga had been together for a minute. Yeah, but they were that keeping makes it, a lot of sense. Yeah, keeping it private. It it all comes back to also the like Jenner family, <laughs> <laughs> because um, obviously Tyga and Black China have a son together, and then Brody Jenner is now or was yeah is now dating Tiger and was dating Avril Lavigne for a really long time. So you have the Tyga Black China. Brody Jenner connection to the Kardashian family. I don't know who said it, but they were saying they need a memoir from Avril Lavigne because she, her dating history is so crazy. And I was like, oh, I should make a TikTok about that. I was looking into it today. Oh my God. Does she have the most interesting dating history? Like, and out of like, just like a lot of celebrities I've researched, it's, and I, when I found out she was dating or she dated Brody Jenner, I was yeah. shocked. I was so shocked because I think a lot of people don't know Brody Jenner has like a pop punk like band and like vibe to him because I feel like they just see Surfer Bro, which is very much him, like Malibu, like California kid, but he also has this like pop punk side to him so when they were dating like it weirdly made sense like I kind of shipped them and it was at the time that Kim was dating Chris Humphreys and they would like always hang out together and like again I just like I don't know I kind of like wish Brody and Avril would get back together but her and Tyga also seem like super cute like I was looking at like their body language and just like the pictures and stuff and they looked really cute there's this amazing picture of avril brody kim and chris at one of avril's like album release parties mm-hmm. it's like so iconic just because it's so whatever year it was 2011 Nine or nine. Yeah. yeah yeah um like it's such a blast in the past but mm-hmm. yeah i feel like her and tyga are already so comfortable together which is why i was thought that they've already been together for been a minute. Been dating. That makes so much sense to me. Okay, keeping it in the in the Jenner family because, okay, I feel like this is, like, the couple that people are most heated about. Bad Bunny and Kendall Jenner. <laughs> Everyone was like, okay, so they went on a double date, like, at the end of February with Justin Bieber and Hailey Bieber. And everyone was like, again, like you were saying, like, oh, they're just friends or like this can't be like. And then I think it was yesterday they were spotted kissing after a sushi date. I'm so shook. I like still don't believe it. I'm such in denial about it. Me too. I'm really in denial. So people are saying that 
he wants to break into like the mainstream quote unquote music scene, which is so crazy because I'm like, he already does so well. Like he's already so many people's like number one artist, like nominated for so many awards in his own right. So like, I feel like you wouldn't need the Kardashian tie like a lot of other people's need, like do need. But I guess this is the play. Like, I feel like in terms of like popularity and stuff, I feel like it can only go up like when you're tied to a Kardashian. But I do feel like a lot of people feel betrayed, especially because Kendall Jenner is like the one that's appropriated a lot of like specific culture, like with her tequila brand and stuff that I don't know, the Latinx community is like upset about, which is like, rightfully so so I feel like there are people that feel betrayed by Bad Bunny but I don't know I I can't I don't see this as anything but PR so I'm like just let him do his thing and move on but I don't know do you see it differently no I see it pretty much the same it doesn't make sense (laughs) to me even after seeing the kissing picture I was like "Mm, probably not like it just didn't it wasn't giving what Tyga and Avril were giving. So. No, like, it's such a good comparison because neither of the couples make sense on paper. No. But Avril and Tyga, you see them together and you're like, okay, yeah. Okay, yeah. I can kind of see that. Yeah. You look at Bad I'm Bunny rooting and for them. Jenner and you're rooting for them. But I'm not rooting for Bad Bunny and Kendall. I no. think it's such an interesting move if he wants to become more mainstream, which to me, he is already mainstream. Same. If he wants to reach this next level, I would think he would come out with a song with like Dua Lipa or something. You know what I mean? Like why? I don't think dating is the way to get there. Especially, I didn't even think about her tequila connection. I know. That whole scandal. In general, I do think this will net positive for him but it's a weird move and for her too honestly yeah totally and like I do want to clarify I know Bad Bunny is Puerto Rican but I feel like just a lot of like Latinx people are upset about specifically like her starting a tequila brand and then the way that she's advertised it and I think she took the name 818 from like a smaller brand and like just all of this stuff is is sus so yeah I I don't know I feel like if this is like a few months he can you know have his cake and eat it too like get the PR and then not lose fans that are like upset with him but if it's anything longer than that I think that um, people will be too upset that he might like lose some fans even though maybe he gains different ones I think this will be a blip in the long run honestly I, I think so too yeah because she also just got out of the relationship with Devin. Yeah, Devin Booker. That was like, that was like, I feel like on and off for like two years. So I feel like she probably just wants to like date. Like, it, I feel like it would be weird if she like immediately entered into like a long term serious relationship. So yeah, we'll see. I just keep thinking about their double date with the Biebers and like what they talked about. Well, I feel like it'd be like Haley and Kendall talking <laughs> at the a hundred percent but I feel like Justin is like the most mellow guys these days like I know I'm sure him and Bad Bunny could think of something to talk about but like yeah like just what's music or something right like that's just in the back of my mind because 
Also, why don't they collab on something? I feel like Justin is like not working right now. I like, know, which is like he deserves. He probably needs a break. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's but like they could do like a new ver- like a better. 2023 version of Despacito like back and forth versus but I feel like maybe you know how like Sean I feel like Sean Mendez and Justin Bieber get compared a lot yeah and I feel like Sean Mendez thinks he's at the level that Justin Bieber is at right now yeah the way he's acting so maybe like Bad Bunny and Sean can do a little collab I would love that and I would love too. that too yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay staying in the Again, every the Kardashians have their little claws and everything. But Pete Davidson and his new girlfriend, Chase Suey Wonders, were in a car crash, which is really scary because it like their car drove into a lawn and then into like someone's house. And I'm pretty sure it hit like a fire hydrant. So it was like a scene that you would like set up for like a movie and the the person that was in the house at the time thought an earthquake had happened but it was just Pete Davidson crashing his car um what did you what do you think about this couple and this like accident okay so Pete and Chase they were in bodies 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 together mm-hmm. and i was like early on a scene to this relationship i feel like so i've been there was like the pictures of them at Disneyland. Then they went to Hawaii. Then they went to some like NASCAR event. And I feel like I'm just like slowly and quickly growing to really stand the two of them together. They're so cute. Yeah. I feel like this makes so much sense for Pete. It's not like a Kim. It's not an Emily Ratajkowski. It's not um, Kate Beckinsdale. Like this just feels so right for him. And they're really, really cute together. Um, and this car crash thing came out of nowhere. I know. I know. I hope everything's okay. Like there was blinds talking about him using drugs again, not saying that that was like involved in the incident. Cause that would definitely be in like police reports and stuff. But I just like hope he's doing well because I agree that Chase seems like the type of girl he would date if he wasn't famous versus all of these other women that he's been paired with. Mm-hmm. I feel like okay so I was reading into it and he was at the scene for a while so him and Chase were not hurt they got out of the car they were talking mm-hmm. to authorities they were talking to the family the parents and he stuck around so I feel like if he was on drugs or drinking we would know about it yeah yeah that's so true and like I generally think he's like a good guy too like I don't think he would ever, like, want to hurt someone and, like, him sticking around, like, versus, like, someone like Chris Souls fleeing the scene of his hit and run. Like, that just all makes perfect sense to me. Yeah. And they were in some Beverly Hills neighborhood. I think I read one report that said he was driving really fast. Yeah. So, I don't know. It was probably just, like, a dumb accident. Like, most accidents are accidental. And hopefully nothing else will yeah, come of this. Okay. Yeah, Yeah, totally. Yeah, I feel like speed was definitely involved because of just the, you know, the type of accident it was. But yeah, I definitely think that they are like the new paparazzi darlings and I'm totally okay with that. Yeah, same. <laughs> so 
Oh my god, there's another fucking Kardashian Jenner. Like, the next two are both. Oh my both. god, the next two they're, are both. Oh my god. Every single I one. can't. It's so weird because all of these people are individuals in their own right. And the like, but they are all connected to the Kardashians. It's actually gross. So Stasi and Jaden Hostler. Mm-hmm. I've never actually said his last name out loud, but They've been dating since like the end of November and December. Jaden is a TikTok star and Stassi is Kylie's best friend. <laughs> I don't actually know what she does on like, I'm sure she has some side projects, um, but they've been all over social media. They are not quiet at all. They post like obsessively about each other. I kind of think they're cute together. Same. I... At first, I was like, this isn't making sense, doesn't make sense on paper. She is Kylie Jenner's best friend. He is like an ex-sway boy TikToker. How yeah, do these, yeah. how do they cross yeah. paths? Also, he is like skinny rocker boy and she is like BBL queen. So yeah. that also <laughs> is kind of messing with me. But yeah. post together all the time and they do just seem like very cute and very in love. Yeah, I know. They they are very cute. I know because it's kind of like how Charlie is dating Landon Barker. Like it's like the same like kind of pop punk gothy vibes. Mm-hmm. And the people that Stassi, I actually can only remember that she was paired with um, Tyler Cameron. I don't think I remember any other like potential boyfriend of hers. He was very briefly rumored to be with Noah Centineo. Is that how you say his name? Yeah. That was oh like a God. brief thing that I remember from a couple of years ago. And those are the guys that I see her with. So this was definitely like a, a left turn. But again, I kind of think they're cute. Maybe that's naive of me. But like, I think it's it's definitely giving like the cheerleader with the like punk boy. Like, I don't know, in high school, the yes. skater boy. And I kind of love it. Yes. And this is funny because it's a double kardashian connection because Jaden is signed to travis barker's label label. yes oh my god yes and maybe that's how they met or they've been hanging out at parties and stuff and yeah connected i will say even though their pictures are cute there are a lot of tiktok videos that came out about them from their disneyland trip and he seemed like kind of annoyed with like kylie's kids and like i don't know being with like a big group at disneyland which yeah. like i would have been too but um so when i saw that i was like oh not cute and then i saw the pictures of them come out i'm like oh my god they're really cute yeah <laughs> i know i feel like they are definitely closer in age to double date with Landon and Charlie, but I more picture them double dating with Courtney and Travis for some reason. I know, which is fucking weird. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because, like, Kylie's in her single era, so it wouldn't be her. But also, I could see them double dating maybe with Kendall and Bad Bunny, which, again, (laughs) is just, like, so fucking weird that a TikTok star could... He's another one of those ones, like, Charlie... Um, and Addison that have jumped the line from just being a social media star to like being in the m- mainstream like 
news all because of the Kardashians. Yeah, I could see this crumbling down literally at any moment, but they're really cute for now. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. I could see this burning bright and fast. Yes, for for sure. (laughs) But but I like their photo ops from that we'll get. Okay, let's talk about our last couple, Chris Appleton and Lucas Gage. Again, came out of nowhere because I feel like Lucas Gage is like indie cool boy like Timothy Chalamet and then Chris Appleton is like LA tan like a hairstylist like <laughs> like Kardashian vibes and they posted a bunch of pictures on vacation like in the water they were on ATVs like doing all of the you know beach trip things And people were like, oh, my God, they're dating. This is so cute. Like, hard launch, all of this stuff. And then people, a few days later, I feel like they're like, oh, no, they're not dating. We just assumed all of this stuff. But then they were on the red carpet yesterday. And, like, they're defo dating. Yes. I follow Chris on Instagram. So I saw the pictures before I saw anything else. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't think anything of it. I scrolled. I go, oh, that's Lucas Gage. They were on vacation together. Kept it moving. Yeah. Nothing about the photos were super coupley. Nothing about the caption alluded to a relationship. And yeah. probably like 30 minutes later, I saw a tweet where it was like, Chris Appleton confirms relationship with Lucas Gage. And I was like, wait, I just looked at this. What do you mean? And I was looking at all the comments and they were like, congrats. So cute. Love you two together. Whatever. And... I was like, okay, sure. And then I carpet together too. And I was like, okay, so it's definitely a thing. Yes. And aesthetically, again, it's kind of a wild card move because they don't seemingly match, but I kind of ship them. I also was looking into it and apparently they had been leaving like super flirty comments on each other's posts for like weeks and nobody caught on. Which I don't think that's saying much because Lucas Gage's comment section is literally just people calling him, like, thirsting after him and, like, calling him daddy yeah. anyway. So it's, like, not yes. really a red flag. Um, I, like, don't know. I feel like this is just too random. Yeah. Do you think, like, they had a, a Kardashian connection? Like, how – or do you think they just met on Instagram? Which, again, is, I feel like, very common in Hollywood. I think it might have been like just an LA thing and they were probably at the same party and like one thing leads to another but like to be a public like couple yeah is I just like wasn't expecting that that seems very serious yeah that's true and yeah I mean yeah they probably like slid in each other's dms or something yeah but then to have it be like such a public thing and like go on red carpets together I would have never expected Red Carpet Official was pretty surprising. But but then again, they went on a vacation together. So it's like, it's obviously serious or like at least serious enough to travel together. But I think the other thing that I just think about with both of them, it is again, the perfect time to couple up with somebody because not saying that this is PR. I do think that they're actually dating. But like Chris Appleton has been kind of like BTS of the Kardashians, but does have his own following. And Lucas Gage is just having such a moment that I'm like, 
time to capitalize on this. We know couples do better than like single celebrities. So like, let's just like double down. And I guess it was cuffing season. And yeah, they did what they needed to do. A hundred percent. Did you see he posted a Instagram story with, uh, of course I forget her name, but it was someone from Vanderpump Rules, Kate, Katie. Katie yeah and everyone would they were laying in bed and the caption was like a hard eyes emoji or something and everyone was picking it up the next day being like oh are they dating are they a couple and to me it was like it seemed like a very clear friend thing to post um yeah so I don't know so then when this came around I was like are they actually dating yeah yeah was this a, was this a group vacation yeah um but yeah, Lucas Cage is like kind of becoming an it boy. So 100% he's definitely popping off. That's that's a good point is when I saw the vacation pictures, I was like, oh, no, this is just like a group vacation. But no. Yeah, it wasn't. <laughs> I also feel like for celebrities going on vacation, like isn't that serious of a thing? Because they just as us normies. Yeah, they just charge yeah. a jet and take a couple of days off and. That's such a good point because it's like, okay, well, if you're not having a good time, you just leave. Whereas like for us, it's like if you go on a trip with a partner and then it's your first time traveling and you're like, oh, this is a disaster. We're ready to like rip each other's throats off. Like you just have to like buckle, buckle up and just like (laughs) keep it moving. Yeah. This will be so, yeah, this will be really interesting to see where it goes and how it evolves. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I, I also see it as like maybe burning hot and fast, but um, I am enjoying all the pictures and content we're getting from it. I know. And like Chris has two like adult kids. Like, yeah, I feel like that are like closer to Lucas's age. Lucas's age. Yeah. I know. I know. But again, I feel like that's just so normal in Hollywood versus like us, like people would be like weirded out. But yeah, yeah. Another age gap relationship. I wonder if Lucas will start showing up in the background of like Kim's glam yeah like while mario and chris are doing her hair and makeup yeah yeah because she's in it for like nine hours or whatever like (laughs) yeah god i can only like i can only hope (laughs) okay let's move on to questions from the listeners at becca boo 1126 ask is the third season of the kardashians ever going to be on i feel like i've heard rumors that they're filming but Maybe not. I just feel like with the Kardashians, even if season two had flop ratings, they will ensure that they get a season three just because they don't want to have press that they were having a flop season. Yeah, they've definitely been filming. I'm pretty sure cameras were there when Kim was at Harvard. Chloe just posted something from her like one-on-one interview, sit down, whatever portion of the show. Mm. Um and I think Kylie has posted something recently. It's definitely coming, but it, yeah, I don't know what the schedule is on that. Yeah. Like we got season two in September. So I could see this one coming out in September too, if they film this spring. But yeah, I feel like the Kardashians will try to make it to like five or something just to, to be like, oh, we didn't like, you know, have a flop. But I guess they, they didn't do that with like, chloe's show or chris's talk show so maybe not but i feel like 
nowadays they have they care so much more about their public image and being successful and being billionaires and being businesswomen that than they did back in the day so I don't know for some reason I just feel like they'll push through even if it's like not doing well I agree and also there was such little time in between seasons one and two and season two didn't even get us up to date like Courtney's wedding wasn't even in season two yeah so now season three we're starting all the way back to May of 2022 and we don't know when it's coming out so this yeah they're like free recording for like seasons four I feel like right now yeah yeah it's just such a bad look like you even with summer house like we were talking about that show like so we're watching like I just watched the episodes that was like fourth of July weekend but 2022 and even sometimes with that I'm like this is too far behind of like real time like I'm not living in 2022 anymore like yeah it needs to be more current and I know that like with scheduling and then shooting like all the post-production stuff that they have to do and all of the talking heads and like stuff like that and and then scheduling the show in between every other season of tv like I know that that's just not the way it can happen but um I don't know I just the delay is way too much it's just not hitting I know things move so quickly now yeah it's hard to go all the way back me thinking about Courtney's wedding feels like an eternity ago and that was like five full days that they were there like that almost could be an entire season I know I know because they're only doing 10 episodes um I know I know well like the fucking Met Gala was so I'm mm -hmm. like SNL was so exactly yeah (laughs) okay at Kat and and Lamar says Michael B. Jordan confronts his childhood bully on the red carpet did you see this clip I watched it yeah yeah okay so cringy (laughs) this is actually like my nightmare that maybe I'll be on a red carpet one day (laughs) and they'll be like oh host of ready to be petty like (laughs) remember when like you said this like no I really didn't but basically if you haven't seen the clip uh, Michael B. Jordan was on the red carpet I think it was in the Atlanta for Creed 3. Um, there is a host from the Morning Hustle, Laurel. She's interviewing him and she's like, oh, we go way back. Um, and he's like, yeah, I'm the corny kid, right? Because in high school, apparently, she was calling him corny. <laughs> no, it wasn't in high school. They went to high school together, but it was... I think on air, she was like, he's really corny mm. um, for doing something for, like for his girlfriend or something like that. So um, then there's like a little back and forth between them because she's like, oh, my God, like, you know, like that was probably pulled out of like, like it's it was a misunderstanding. And he's like, no, <laughs> it wasn't. <laughs> I know. I feel like she handled it really well. But Michael. We're better than this. We do not need to harp on our high school trauma. Like literally. You are like such a big name now. You're regarded mostly for being an extremely hot man. Like you're you're good. Like that should be revenge enough. We do not need to be bringing up this stupid high school drama. 
Um, yeah. I feel like maybe he meant it in a more lighthearted way and maybe it just didn't come off the way he wanted it to, but it was so cringy. It was so cringy. And it's like, you're right that it's like, she's the one interviewing you. You're it's a red carpet for your movie that is in the, that you're like the star the, of that you're the star of. And it's the third one. Like, yeah, you are killing it. And I think like, the saddest thing is like I obviously love it for content but like the saddest thing even with the Haley Selena Kylie drama this week it's like when you're a celebrity you have all the money in the world all the accomplishments in the world and you are commenting on like a one-off comment from like a nobody it's so embarrassing and like you're better than that and you should like go enjoy your like riches and fame like you don't need to be listening to us plebs like talk shit we're just jealous like a hundred percent I was reading more and apparently they made fun of him because his name was Michael Jordan and he's yeah obviously like the basketball player um and in high school he was not Michael Jordan um and he wasn't like that star stud of a guy but Okay, I don't know if this is true, but I read an article that said he would bring his headshot to school every day. And it's like, yeah, of course you got bullied. Yeah. Like kids are brutal. Like that's a pretty dorky behavior. That was a corny (laughs) thing to do. But like now you're super successful. So let's like let it keep you humble. Don't Yeah. (laughs) He was so so bitter. So bitter. Also, I'm like, you were probably, even if you weren't like Michael Jordan, you, I don't think he had like a major glow up. It's like, you've always been hot. So like, shut up. (laughs) Right, right. It's honestly makes me feel better that even he was getting bullied in high school. Yeah. yeah, So that that should give you, make you feel a little bit better about yourself. Yeah, that's so true. That's so true. Okay, last question at always underscore striving underscore for underscore better says Adele and Ed Sheeran turning down performing at the King's Coronation. This is so wild at how many people supposedly are turning down performing and like rightfully so. I feel like in your career, even though maybe it seems prestigious like to be at a royal like family coronation, but like it's also bad press in 2023. So I love this for Adele and Ed Sheeran. Totally. I wonder too, if this is how real it is and how much of it is the crazy UK tabloids. Yes. Um, But ultimately I was also thinking like, does King Charles care? Like, does he know who Adele and Ed Sheeran is even? I know that's actually a really good point. Well, remember he was like, photograph of the Spice Girls back in the day like that was like big for sure but he's like a hundred years old now yeah he like doesn't give a fuck about anyone (laughs) yeah that's like I think that's fair I I also think like you're right that a lot of them are probably fake but I feel like Adele and Ed Sheeran like those are pretty safe bets to say that it's real Mm -hmm. but I don't think he cares per se but I hope he does (laughs) I think it's, I yeah. hope it bothers him. And it might. And I think it's just more so like a really bad look for the royal family as a whole. Yeah. And like their whole image, which is like the most important thing to them at this point. 
Yeah, the only thing that they have. It's also interesting that Ed Sheeran's like PR team, again, if this is real, weighed out because he's releasing new music. Mm -hmm. So that they weighed out the cost benefits of like doing the King's Coronation and potentially getting like a lot of eyes or ears on his music and not. And they were like, no, we're good. I know. This is kind of reminding me of when like – a couple of years ago, Rihanna turned down the Super Bowl halftime show because yeah. of all of their drama and discrepancies. Yeah. And so I feel like now whoever does do it, it's like, well, you're really making a statement now. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's such a good point. Yeah, I guess Adele's in her residency. So maybe she's just like, I don't I don't need that. But it'll be interesting to see who performs. And I just I thought also that it was like, choir like church choirs and stuff like I didn't know that it was like I don't know singers in this sense same and also maybe just because the last time there was a coronation was like literally 75 years ago so maybe they're just feeling it out yeah yeah, so maybe like oh back in the day it was like this really prevalent choir because like that was the music but now they're getting something more relevant for like this time yeah that's a good point and maybe you're right they want to bring in a younger generation of people that like them which is what they're doing with all the like Will and Kate stuff Mm -hmm. so maybe they're trying to make it a little bit more relevant yeah 100% fascinating okay last thing I want to say about this though is the memes are so fucking funny of like (laughs) blah 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 turned down the king's coronation and you've seen like the most outlandish ones it's so funny yeah I feel like this is definitely a case where the memes are funnier than the actual story yeah, 100%. Totally. Okay, let's move on to Pettyweight Champion of the Week. This is the part of the show where the guest nominates a Pettyweight Champion of the Week, someone in the media who did something petty and it was iconic. Who are you nominating this week? Okay, I'm so excited to tell this. Oh my God, I am I'm nominating so Tiger Woods and his ex-girlfriend, Erica Herman. I love a pop culture and sports crossover. So yes. Tiger and Erica dated started dating in 2017 they broke up this past fall um okay just wait 2017 so this is not the girl that he like ch- cheated on his wife with no. back in the day no. no okay um but like a very substantial relationship she okay, yeah he yeah. like was a like a restaurant manager in florida i think when they met so like okay not really in the public eye like she doesn't have an instagram like she's not she wasn't oh, in it really for like the fame They dated for a long time, broke up for whatever reason this past fall. In October, she filed a lawsuit saying that Tiger used trickery to kick her out of his home and said that they had an oral agreement that she could continue living there for the next five years, even though they were broken up. Oh, my God. In his, like, main house? So, yes, it is his main house that he lives at with his kids. Oh, my God. This is so bizarre. And this all happened back in October, but now all the court documents are being public. Um, And so this is how it all went down. His agent called her back in the fall and encouraged her to go on a short vacation, whatever that means. Had her pack her bags. Once she got to the airport, he was like, you're locked out of the house. You can't come back. That is trickery. Yes. And so petty. 
so fucking petty. But and also, like, why did they have to go through such lengths to get her out of the house? Right, because on the one hand, that's insane. But on the other hand, why are you living in your ex-boyfriend's house that he owns? Literally, why would you want to be there if you've broken up? Yes, and so she is suing him for $30 million because <laughs> queen. that is how much the like rental price of the house for the next five years per their oral agreement. Um, and he's like put a, trying to dismiss the whole thing. And now she filed again to have the NDA that she signed at the beginning of their relationship be nullified. Oh my God. Like publish a memoir. <laughs> yes. Like she's having her moment. Oh my God. I really hope that that goes through because I feel like she has some tea to spill. Yes, and so this was all fun and games, but then it was like apparently she's trying to cite some act that says if you signed an NDA before any sort of like sexual harassment happened, then the NDA is null and void. So she is trying to like get around it by saying that he... he hurt her in some way. Yes. Oh my God. If that's not true, that's really bad. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I don't know. It's getting very messy. Yeah. Yeah. But it also could be true. Like who knows? I know. I would literally put nothing past men. Literally anyone. Yeah. Seriously. Like knowing men, I kind of yeah aside with her but yeah that is so wild the pack your bags thing is so so bizarre so like but the publicist or whatever manager or whatever hadn't bought her a ticket so it was just like yeah also you're on the hook for a ticket so they I do believe they did buy her a ticket and pay for a hotel for a short amount of time okay and then they were like figure it out though because yeah maybe it was like a week and then you need to get your own place yeah brutal well i'll be following okay now that you told me this like (laughs) i'm gonna be following this like it's my day job i was reading about this this morning and i was like oh my god this is so perfect and crazy literally so perfect yeah it's so funny like (laughs) all the direct quotes from the like files are so funny the way they use like trickery and that they encouraged her to go on vacation what does that that even mean like they were like that's so funny you deserve some time off you should really take a trip like how did they take a vacation yeah by yourself like we'll be we'll be here when you get back but jk (laughs) (laughs) you're changing the locks (laughs) and like updating the security team and stuff yeah oh my god so brutal like all your stuff's packed like we'll ship it out to you obviously she had like one suitcase but like she had been living there for years like yeah yeah it's crazy and like what could what could have gone so wrong in their relationship that this is how it like ends? like it's so bad we have to trick her to leave i know (laughs) That NDA. Uh, Imagine dating someone and just having to sign an NDA. I know. I know. That's so wild. Yeah. That's crazy. Because, like, just thinking with Tiger Woods, like, this obviously happens with everybody then. Mm-hmm. And part of the NDA said that if there are any issues between them, it has to be handled privately, essentially. Yeah. And yeah. so she's, like, trying to like make this all public break the nda like tell her story 
I want to hear it. (laughs) Same. So do I. Like, yeah. But, like, that's so unfair that you signed that and then something like that gets happens where you're duped into leaving your house and then, like, and then you can't tell anybody, like, the power imbalance of that. I know. Yeah. But also, why was she living there? I know. After they've broken (laughs) up, like, literally leave. Like, Like, you dated for a long time, but, like, your name was not on the lease or anything. anything. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like sometimes – his kids live there like it's just weird. I know like that's so weird but I feel like sometimes people put like the comfort of living in like a nice place over like the sanity of like being alone for sure okay finally it's time for this week in petty where Layla is going to share a story about something that happened to her in her real life that she's petty about what are you petty about this week okay I am gonna do like a lightning round because yeah I have a okay love this yeah okay number one thrift hauls on tiktok yeah love it so sustainable but yeah I hate watching them because I'm like oh that top's so cute I'll never be able to find it literally same though I'm like I should start thrifting after I see all these TikTok calls and then yeah. it's like no I'm never gonna find like a a five dollar like designer jean jacket from the 80s yeah at and, my thrift right and it's like oh go to this location there's so many good finds, but I'm okay. I don't live in C- like outside Seattle where this Goodwill is. Like it's just, yes. it's. I'm never gonna find what you're finding. So I'm really <laughs> petty about that. They're, I feel like I liked one of them, or for some reason, and now I'm getting so many. Literally, yes. Incorrectly using the word gatekeep, people are. It's getting really out of hand. It really is. It's just one of those words that. I feel like there's a few in my vocabulary too that it's like it it's become so or like even gaslight and stuff like that like it it just becomes so used that everything's gatekept (laughs) everything is gatekept and I feel like this is for sure like in the lens of TikTok but it's being abused by commenters and creators like I feel like so many videos start with I really wanted to gatekeep this product from you guys because it's so good, but I'm not a gatekeeper. And it's like, you're not gatekeeping anything. Like you bought this on Amazon. Literally, literally. Yeah, I hear that all the time too. Like this is the best product ever. Like don't sell it out and stuff. And I'm like swirl past. (laughs) Yes. Also the whole culture around products selling out, I feel like people are buying things just so they have it before it sells out. So they can say 100%. they have it. Or again, it's like the, it's like you buy it, but it's like you didn't need – you have six other like bronzers or whatever. Like you didn't need to buy it. Right. But this one sold out, so it must be good. And then it's almost like, yeah. a, like a clout thing. Like, oh, well, I got it before it sold out. Yeah. Like I have the L'Oreal telescopic lift mascara and you don't or whatever. Yeah. And I see a lot of creators being like, okay, I'm going to tell you guys about this lipstick, but don't sell it don't out. Don't sell it I'll out. I'll be mad. They what does that even mean? They would love yeah. if they sold out because of their TikTok. You know what I mean? Totally. Totally. And then like dupes come around anyways. So it's like, okay, whatever. Yeah. Overconsumption. Um, yes. Okay. My last one is <laughs> men not wearing shirts in workout classes I've been doing a lot of like group fitness classes just at like Mm -hmm. local places by my apartment and Mm. their heated classes 
Um, yes, yeah, same, same. And the men that just go in there in me, like off the bat without a shirt on, I think is so uncalled for and so dramatic. It's not that hot. You can put throw on a little tank top. You know what I mean? Literally, I'm in one. You can do it too. I, like we're yeah. all wearing a little – put on a crop top for all I care. But like yeah. it's just they get so sweaty, sweatier than the average woman. And I just feel like having that extra bit of fabric would really <laughs> sop it up because th- there it sometimes just puddles around them. And it – Yes, literally one of my instructors the other day was like oh did you spill your water to this guy in this class and he's like no that's sweat (laughs) and I was like that is so embarrassing it's so disgusting I especially um there's a core power right by my apartment that I've been going to a lot and Mm. it's like core power is like a national brand I don't know if you are familiar I've been in Canada no they're all over the states and there's even like several locations in Chicago but the one closest to me just happens to be like a smaller more like outdated studio and the room holds like max 40 people and that is when we are like mat to mat like super close together even sometimes people try to put their mats like in between the two rows and it's really tight in there. So to be in such close quarters in such a hot room next to this like big sweaty man without a shirt on, it's disgusting. It's disgusting, and I'm I need it to stop. And that, this is my PSA to men: you can put on a shirt in a workout class, you will survive. Totally. Also, workout classes are for the girlies. Like, yeah, it's such a good <laughs> point. Like, leave. <laughs> I know. Literally, whenever I'm on my mat and I like look around and there's like a guy there, I'm always like giving them like a dust stare. I'm like, why are you here? <laughs> like, this is like a women's safe space. Like, go away. And I usually like to sit in the front or like just like set up in the front of the class. So yeah. I, I don't have any distractions. Mm-hmm. Um, But I, was in the back recently and this guy sat up in front of me and he was just doing everything wrong like <laughs> so distracting he was obviously shirtless too and yeah it really I was at my breaking point it that's so funny it's not even that for me it's like when it is supposed to be like silent like shavasana or like something like that and they're breathing so loudly and I always look, I'm like, who's the loud breather? And it is always a man. And yes, I'm assuming their gender, but like it literally, I am always like peek over and it's so distracting. And they always take up so much space and they put their mat down so loud and mm-hmm. like it just pisses me off so much. I'm like, you don't get the etiquette. Like, yeah. Yeah, leave. this is a this is a female space. Like, I don't know. Yeah. It's a safe space. <laughs> and you're like also just the grunting during class. Like, I know. I'm like, <laughs> You see how all of us are doing the same thing you're doing without making any noise? Literally, I think about that all the fucking time. It's so annoying. It's so annoying. Yeah, I, I'm i right there with you. It, yeah, I, I just feel like, and maybe this is wrong, but I'm like, I feel like group fitness classes were created like as a form of like resistance to like normal gym spaces that are usually taken up by men and like who make people feel uncomfortable so then group fitness was created so and like like my the studio I go to it's like probably 90% women but Mm -hmm. 
Um, or like 95 even, but still, I don't know. For some reason, it just pisses me off so much. I have the same gripes. Yeah. And I'm fine with them being in class, but put on a shirt. Yeah. Or just like, again, follow the informal etiquette that everybody else is following, but you just don't seem like you have to follow it. Yeah. They seem very like, just so non-self-aware yeah. And so like they're above it. But I do I think that's a great point. I think group fitness classes were created so because like men ruled the weight rooms and gyms. Yeah. And it wasn't so a very go back ex- there. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't like an accepting space for women and so Yeah, exactly. So it and like other different identities and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. I'm just like I feel like that's why group fitness was created and then yeah, so for them to be annoying in this space, I'm like I actually can't stand it. <laughs> There's so many times where I'm like, if I could just like throw something at you, um, throw my water bottle across the room or something at you, I'd be so much more happy. <laughs> yeah. Same. Okay. Love that. Great. This week in petties. Okay. This was super fun. Thank you so much for coming on. You'll have to come on more than once a year. <laughs> like, I would love seriously. that. Uh, where can the listeners find you and anything else that you want to plug? So on TikTok, I am Layla's at Layla's Life. And then on Instagram, it is nepotism.baby. I'm kind of going through like a rebrand right now. I would, I really don't love either name and I would love to make them the same. Um, but that's just like something personal that I'm working on. <laughs> but everything is linked everywhere. So it's easy to find me. Yeah. And I'll link it all in the show notes. Thank you again so much for coming on. And there you have it. Thank you so much for listening. And thank you to Layla for joining me on today's episode. If you enjoyed the episode, you can follow me on socials at RTBP podcast. I've been churning out those TikToks and you can leave a rating and review on Apple podcasts. It means the world to me when I read a new review, you know, get a show off to my network and other potential guests who are looking to come on RTBP. And there are keychains for sale, ready to be petty keychains, links in my episode show show notes and my bios. But we are no longer selling the RTBP Starbucks cup. The small creator that I've been working with for, I think like two years in uh, California, has decided to shut down her cup I was going to say store and then I was going to say shop too, but she has decided to close down her shop. So she's still making the keychains for me, but I'm trying to work on some other merch, like maybe like a crew neck or like a little hat or something like that. (laughs) Anyways, long story short, if you want to support the podcast, you can get a keychain link is in the episode show notes. Okay, friends, I hope you're all safe and healthy out there. As always, I'm your host, Tori, and I'm ready to be petty. See you soon. Bye.